We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! Hey, 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 ho, hey, hey there. Hey, Douglas. Hi, hey, 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 ho, hi there, William. How, how it goes? It goes great. It goes fantastic. Happy to be here after a two and a half week absence. Yeah, well, we did the uh, we did the super super episode last time, so I I, I thought a two week absence was okay this time. I agree. It was was bad since we did leave leave everybody with the mega super mega episode, as you said, the super episode. Yeah, so it's all right. We're back. That's what's important. We're here today. We're here tonight. We're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, we're ready. You sound weird. I want to state that. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. You sound a little strange. What does that mean? Uh, it sounds like you're talking through like a, a tin can. This whole time? Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, that's not good. <laughs> well, and I mean, are you talking through a tin can? At this current, no, I am not. Okay. Uh, there's no tin cans. Well, if you're. <laughs> If you're not talking through a tin can, then I would, I would also agree that that's not, that's not good. For what it's worth, you sound fantastic. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that because my headphones are not working, so I'm just talking on the speakerphone. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's got me nervous. It should be up and running here pretty soon. I'm just going to put them back on the charger. Apparently, they died today. William, yeah. you had the same problem with all these music that you co-host with Mike. Yeah, it's appeared to, I, I should charge my headphones before doing a pod. I agree with that. That's, that's an error on my end. But see, I always think that my ear pods are good to go, like 100%, because that's how they usually are. Except when I decide to do a pod. Well, he's <laughs> now 100% ready to go. I mean, do you keep them on a charge all day long? Well, so when they get back into their um, case, that the case, it charges them. So they always go back to 100% but when, in no time. But every now and then, the case does also need charging. And the phone doesn't alert me when the case needs charging. So I have to kind of guess when that matter is. And you're a terrible guessing game of is my case good or not. Yeah, I'm not good at the guessing game. Do I still sound like I'm in a tin can? Yeah, you sound in a tin can in distance. I'm going to shut it down and try it again. Okay. And is our third time the, the, the charm? Yeah, that sounds good. How did how did you think it sounded on the recording? Sounded like I was uh, in a can and in a distance. Okay, okay. 
All right. Yeah. No, it sounds good. I did the old, uh, I did the old computer try, even though I'm on my cell phone, I did the old shut it down and restart it method. <laughs> that was my IT support that I gave yeah. myself. That works. It works. Sounds Perfect. much better. Let's get this party started, William. Let's roll. I'm dying thirst. I'm hoping you've got a beverage. I've got one handy. I do have a beverage. Staring at it right now. Good. I'm so parched. If you don't mind, I'm going to go first. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. I am going with the ever-popular Monaco cocktails. Oh, you love the Monaco cocktails. I absolutely love the Monaco cocktails. I found out that there are 15 different flavored variations. Well, you keep coming up with new ones. Every time I look, there's always a new one. I finally got on their website, and I, I counted 15. There's still five of them I can't find. This is the 11th one that I'm about to try right now. The other 10 could be found on my TikTok series. TikTok. Um, this one is a very simple one. It's just cranberry. Uh, it's vodka cranberry. I believe it's vodka. Um, so what do you What do you need to do to get sponsored by Monaco? Man, I don't get know. Get the show sponsored by Monaco. I'm on it. I'm going to see what I can do to figure that out. I don't know what that would entail, but God damn, I love Monaco cocktails. I've had 10 of them, and every one of them is absolutely fantastic. Now, not every one of them are they the kind of beverage where you can put down five of them, six of them, four of them. Mm-hmm. You would have a person that wanted to just get tipsy and get – they're 9%, so they're already strong. Yeah. You probably don't need very many to begin with. They taste great on ice. If you drink them on ice, you can definitely pound them. Um, there's a few of them that kind of are tart. Uh, they're, they're, they're packed with flavor. Uh, and it's pretty strong sometimes. Cranberry, let's give it a shot. 9%. Here we go. Oh, another winner from Monaco, but I would say that this one's probably my least favorite. Oh, shit. I was pouring into my cup, and it just overflowed. Um, I would say that this is probably my least favorite of the ones that I've had. Uh, It's not bad at all. It's still very delicious, but I don't know. The other ones just have a better flavor, I think. The cranberry is great. If you love cranberry, then you're going to love this beverage. Monaco cocktail, 9%, two shots in every can. I recommend you try all of Two shots of what? Vodka? Two shots of whatever booze is in it, yeah. It just says, it just advertises two shots in every can. But there's one of the beverages that is like tequila, rum, whiskey, all mixed in one. It doesn't say what alcohol is in this cranberry? Yes. I've got poor lighting, and I'm trying to see what the can says. Um, But between my lighting and the the premium, yes, this one is mixed drink made with vodka. Yes. So this is just a vodka cranberry gluten-free. Okay. Well, I'm disappointed you didn't use the word delightful. I, I guess I found myself... Not using delightful as an adjective anymore. I noticed that the other day. I didn't use delightful. I yeah. went from going to say delightful on every single review to not saying it because somebody brought it to my attention. Maybe it was you, it was Amzy. Mm. I don't know. Well, that's disappointing. I'll see what I can do, though. I like delightful. Yeah, it's it, a delightful word. Good. Good. I'm going to bring back delightful. What have you got? Uh, I got something called ranch water. 
the can is actually called Ranch Rita. Uh, before we went to Garth Brooks, uh, one of the wives that was in our group uh, told me she was drinking ranch water. And it was something I've never, I never heard that phrase before in my life. Uh, so when I went to Macadoodles uh, just the other day, uh, I saw it caught my eye, uh, Ranch Punch, Ranch Rita, Margarita style. Um, classic with agave nectar and a taste of lime premium brewed beverage it's only six percent alcohol but yeah she didn't like the uh, ranch water she was drinking that particular day she didn't think the restaurant understood what the instructions were when i didn't try it so this is my first attempt at ranch water which is basically a margarita with something different in it so there's a little confused already what flavor is this ranch water again it's margarita style, classic. Okay. Before you continue, while you're tasting it, I got to say that I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. Ranch water is on my list of drinks to find. I have not found them as a single. Um, so I'm excited about the ranch water as I've not tried them and it's on my list. Okay. Well, one thing, it's a, it's certainly a fizzy drink. Uh, what's it called uh, when you pour a Coca-Cola in a in a bottle and that stuff, the head at the top? What's that head called at the top? The carbonation? Yeah, the car- there's a lot of carbonation in this drink. Good. Uh, yeah. So it might, ooh, it smells like beer. It smells like oh. beer. It does not smell like, does not smell like a margarita style. So the taste is coming at you. Oh boy. <laughs> um I don't know. That's not good. It, it I don't know if it's the word ranch in it. It it reminds me of ranch dressing now. Uh it's not flavorful. I didn't really get a taste of lime in there. Maybe the agave nectar I'm not real familiar with. Maybe that's what's throwing me off. Premium brood this isn't this isn't good. It's not delightful, Doug. Not delightful in any way. There's nothing not redeeming about it. I I didn't like. I don't like the smell of it. I thought the carbonation buildup was a little strange. And then when it goes down my gullet, it just doesn't taste good. It tastes like flat something. Like it tastes like it, but it's not flat, obviously, because it's very much carbonated. Right. But it's not. I'm I'm gonna have to power through. I'm just gonna have to power through. I gotta stop buying these things in four and six packs though, because our fridge is getting full of the drinks that I try out but do not like. And I gotta tell you, I think I've struck out on just about everything so far. <laughs> <laughs> the the, uh, the blueberry uh, 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 orchard, what apples? The blueberry cider wasn't good. I got three more of those in the fridge. There was a drink like four weeks ago. I still, I bought a four pack of that. There's still three of those in the fridge. I think there's one other three pack in the fridge. And now I got four of these ranch Ritas to go through. Actually, I think I have a six pack. So our fridge is getting full of a new taste that I do not like. Oh, I got to get better. I got to go. I got to start going to Monaco, I guess. That's, that's going to have to be what I do. Yeah, you need to get on TikTok and see all the things I've tested, so you can try them too. It's Monica. Well, you, also, you also put them. You also put them on Snapchat. It's not just TikTok. That's true. Yeah. Most of them. I've got more on. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, 
yes, I highly recommend you try the Monaco. Does the wife not try these? Aren't these all gluten free drinks? Most of them. They are. They are gluten free. Yeah, she does. She hasn't tried tried them yet that I know of. Um, so she's gonna have to start helping me. She's gonna yeah, step she, up to the plate. She's gonna have to step it up, and you're gonna have yeah. to start. Uh, you're gonna have to start being more social. Either having people over, or you can start yeah. going to places and and pawning off your nasty ass ranch waters and whatever else you have left on to other people. That's true. Uh, more socialized would help out this situation. Ooh, boy, that's a, that's a tough one. I'm gonna have to invite myself to a gathering. Yeah, you don't. Or I'm, I'm gonna have to invent a gathering to happen. Yeah. Hmm. Well, boy, good luck with that. I'm sure you'll figure that's... it out. Uh, it would be my recommendation that if you don't like them, that you mm-hmm. don't keep them in the fridge causing com- uh, clutter. You might as well just take them out of the fridge and set them aside for your next gathering to be then chilled and forced onto other people. So you're, you're saying just throw them down a sink, basically? I'm not saying put them down the drain of shame. But I'm saying if you've got five more ranch waters and you don't think that you're going to be a fan of them mm-hmm. there's no reason to leave them in the refrigerator yeah. taking up resources taking up space yeah so if you just take them out and maybe put them i should put them in my new yeti cooler okay put them in the new yeti cooler put them in a hall closet put them somewhere i wouldn't put them in the garage i don't think we want to we don't want them to get baked in the summer heat that is on its yeah. way if it, it has 90 degrees today yeah it was 90 degrees today yeah so the garage is not going to be a good place for them so keep them in a room temperature area or keep even them though the they've been cold yeah are you one of those people that thinks once it's cold it can't be uncold and recold yeah i don't think that's good i don't think that's something you want to do i don't know i would his opinions on that. I think that when it comes to beer, I think that's a rule of thumb. In my mind, yeah, because it goes I, green. What? The beer goes green. The beer goes green. Yeah, it goes green. What do you mean it goes green? Well, that's that's the uh, the taste. Once when the beer is cold. Great. You're still there. I'm still here. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay. My mom just knows when to call. That's what she does. She's a master at that. Uh, So when the beer is cold, then it goes to warmth, and it goes back to cold. They call that green beer at that point, right? Because it tastes green. Well, I don't know. Is Is that accurate? You've heard other people say that, or do you just... You've heard well, this term that, before? I thought that was a known term, and I'm shocked that you don't know that term. So now, naturally, I am now not as confident as I was when I first initially said it. Well, I mean, it's highly possible that beer turning green is an actual terminology, an actual phrase, an actual thing, and I just don't know about it. But I've absolutely never heard that when you go cold, warm, Cold or just cold to warm, it turns green. Cold to warm, back to cold. See, I'm trying to Google green beer now, and I'm only getting St. Patrick's Day recipes, which makes me think that maybe, I mean, is it brown beer perhaps? What kind of beer is it? What does the what do they call the beer when it goes bad? Uh, I think they just say it's gone bad. 
What? It's it's spoiled. It tastes oh. like shit. It's gone bad, Melly. Skunked. Oh, I skunked. The beer skunked. Is that it? That's what it is. You can have a regular. You can like, like Heineken already is skunk beer. Has a skunk smell. But you could take like say a Miller Lite or a Bud Light or a Budweiser. I think if it goes warm, cold, warm, then it smells like skunk. Then it's gone bad. It's gone sour. It's gone rancid. It's bad. It's put- It's putrid. Yeah, here's here's the uh, here's the terminology. I don't know where I came up with green skunk beer is what happens when your beer is improperly stored. It gets an unappealing, musty flavor. It's bro science one on one. You can't take a beer from ice down to warm and back without skunking it, or so we've been told. So there you go, skunk. I was way off on the green beer. Uh, it's skunk. Skunk beer is what it is. I don't know if that's the same when it comes to craft cocktails. Yeah, that was our original point to that conversation, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to Google that as well. Um, can you skunk alcohol? Can alcohol go skunked? Can alcohol <laughs> go skunked? How about can canned cocktails go bad? What happens when you improperly store a canned mixed drink? I'll wait for what your search comes back. Here we go. go no, I just, it, it got me back to skunked beer. So I don't know. Maybe alcohol does not get skunked. Well, I'm, I'm prepared to move past this topic. Okay, we can move past it. We can move. I didn't mean to get us. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This conversation's gone green. Hello. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, that, that was good. That was good. Um, I'm going to take a drink of my ranch water. Oh, mm. man. It sounds so disgusting. I can't wait to try it for myself. Oh, jeez, man. It, it's bad. It's not good. You're not gonna <laughs> like it. It's not. It's not. Oh God, yeah, I can't finish it. I have. Fa- oh man, drain the shame. Mm. Um, listen, I want to cover some. We've got a lot to cover. Um, Do I, got a lot of, I have a lot of stuff written down. I hope you've got some things, obviously, that you want to add. I have a feeling that we're going to talk. We've probably got the same stuff in mind. Um, I want to talk about real quickly. Your no judgments here. Um, I want to talk about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. I don't have much at all on that, just one specific thing. Obviously, we got Roe versus Wade. We got Chappelle getting speared. Um, I wanted to talk about the Genius documentary, if you've watched it yet. And then I just had some personal things I wanted to talk about. Um, you, got a, you got a full hour. Let's go. Yeah. Get it going. Um, and I left one of my notes off loud. Yeah, I got to tell you, I feel like we've really missed an opportunity here now that you said that as one of your topics. You know, we should have been watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing for the content, right? A little FTC. A little FTC. I, I've seen a lot of the highlights on my Instagram stories. It looks like it's been pure entertainment, but I just haven't seen enough of it. <sighs> what's, a, what's, a, what's an FTC? That's for the content. Oh, yeah. yeah. As a content creator, as a as a huge popular content creator I am, you'd think yeah. I'd know that. Yeah, you should know that for sure. That's, a, that's embarrassing. 
Yeah, I get my, I get, yeah, I don't have a lot of knowledge on it. I haven't followed that much. And I, and I think now that you say it, man, we definitely should have been doing that FTC. I mean, we've missed an opportunity here. Yeah, we've missed you know, some really good. It's been quite entertaining from what I understand. I've tried. You know, it's actually, like, uh, I, I, I apologize for cutting you off there, but you know how those people who, uh, who did the free Britney podcast and they talked yeah. every day about the, we could have done an Amber Heard, Johnny Depp regular podcast and we I, have we have uh, trouble doing this on a weekly basis you think we mm-hmm. could have done daily updates i don't know i mean if we could have got like an audience of like 30 I mean, who knows sky's <laughs> the limit get that going after that um you did a podcast, No Judgments Here, with your co-host Mike about music, music, news, music tours, music happenings, everything, all music. He brought up, I had to reach out to him. He called my boy MGK, Cat Gun Karen. <laughs> he what? He did what? He, you, are you, does this not ring a bell? Instead of calling him MGK Machine Gun Kelly, he called him Cat Gun Karen. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you missed that. Oh, man. He must have put, he slid that right past me. I swear that's the first time. Did I admit, did I react to him doing that? No, Captain- <laughs> no, you didn't say a thing. You didn't. You didn't react at all. That's why this current reaction is like throwing me for a loop. I'm so shocked you didn't. Yeah, Captain Karen, that's fucking hilarious. Captain Karen, I didn't actually make. It's probably because you maybe you didn't understand what he said because mm-hmm. I'm not sure what I heard, but it wasn't Captain Karen. And I sent him a Snapchat response. I was like. What the fuck did you call? And that's not verbatim. I don't know what I said, but I was like, "What did you call MGK?" I honestly didn't hear what you said. Like, what did you call him? I thought he said something else, and I wrote. What I thought he said, but I don't remember what it was. And he said, "Cat Gun Karen," and it's still. And I laughed. I just did like a little. <laughs> and then I thought about it for a second, and then I was like, "That's what Cat Gun Karen, Machine Gun Kelly, Cat Gun Karen." Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. I yeah. wonder if it came off the dome. Did he plan that out in advance? Captain Karen is hilarious. That's that's awesome. Uh, that's that had to have been off the cuff. He, I think he said it, made it up right then and there. Surely, and I can't believe I missed it. Oh man, that's freaking brilliant! I love that. Yeah. Oh, you took me by surprise right there, my. Oh man, that was great. Yeah, you left <laughs> awfully goddamn hard there. That threw me off that you didn't. Uh. Well, I don't really want to even go past it after that. I mean, that's that covers it right there. Captain Karen, that's just fucking great. Uh, go listen to the last episode. He says it pretty early on in the episode, like within the first five minutes. You guys are talking about Captain Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, quick things: I did not know anything about the. You guys talked about some new stuff that mm-hmm. that I guess I wasn't familiar with. I guess the blood stuff's been in more in the news as in the last week or so. Uh, I didn't know about it. I did the blood stuff. Um, I did bring that up in conversation on Friday night. I was at the bar and we were talking to some friends and it came up somehow. I think they brought it up and they said they had heard the vampire association is giving a warning about blood drinking. First of all, (laughs) 
who knew that there was such thing as a vampire association? And does it surprise you that there is an actual vampire association out there? It is not. I think there's something out there for everyone. Uh, so I've never heard of the Vampire Association, but you telling me that there's a Vampire Association group that had to come out and warn people not to do this, that does not surprise me in the least. Oh, I think it's, that's, rid- it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I did not do any research to see if that is accurate, if there is a Vampire Association. I like to go by hearsay, um, which is apparently a very funny part of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, um, all of the hearsay, now that I say it out loud. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, I didn't know that MGK said he was going to be done with rock and back to rap. Obviously, I knew he was going to put a rap album out before the end of the summer, but you said that he said, or Mike said that he said that he was done with rock? Like yeah, he- I think that I think that's the quotes that we uh, we saw that he's saying he's done with rock. It was fun. It was something he had been wanting to do, and now it's time to go back to the rap game. That's absolutely stupid. That's a terrible move. That's dumb. Yes, maybe rap was his first. You know, I don't know. Rap is what got him out there, but he's as you mentioned, he's killing it right now with rock or pop rock, or pop punk, whatever you want to call the genre he's in. It's absolutely ridiculous for him to quit that and go back to rap. Can he go between the two worlds? We'll find out soon. You had mentioned that you don't think that the pop punk fans will follow him, I believe. Um, that yeah, you think I, don't, he I don't think so. I think that there will be, to a degree, I think I think you get like 50-50. I think, I think a, half of them, maybe a slight majority, will follow him. Um, because maybe they're like, maybe they're not familiar with his rap side, and maybe they've only heard the few rap songs like uh, A that's on the last album. It's not, it's a, you know, it's a melodic rap song, um, and maybe they like that aspect of his rap, so they'll follow him over because they're a fan. And I think, as of like me personally, I'm a fan of MGK, so I stuck with MGK through his pop punk. I didn't turn my back on him, say I don't like him anymore. Because he's doing pop punk. I like some of his pop punk. I like the last album. So I stayed with him. I think you'll see the same thing. I think we'll see pop punk fans, maybe more familiar with the rap, that will follow him to the rap because they are air quotes fans of his and they will be supportive and stay with him. Yeah, I think there's a part, there's a there's probably a large segment of MGK fans right now that are <clears throat> fans of the celebrity of MGK. Um, and him and his his girlfriend uh, do an excellent job of remaining relevant in the news. And I think those fans are with him no matter what, back and forth, whatever he does. Um, yeah, I just, uh, it, I mean, ultimately, it just depends on how good the music is. If the music's good, if it's catchy and it's, it's, it's got a hook like his pop punk does, then those fans will roll over. But if, if he brings out a song and, you know, it's just, a blah rap song that doesn't really move anything, then uh, those those fans will turn him off pretty quickly and move on. Yeah, I think he's definitely got to go um, somewhat on the melodic side of things uh, to keep those fans. Um, no judgments here, you guys. We're talking about Jack Harlow. I did listen mm-hmm. to the entire Jack Harlow CD. Um, I'm happy to come on No Judgments here if you kids would like to do an official Jack Harlow yeah. album, whatever. And I would be more than happy to come on and do r- urban rap hip hop news. 
Yeah. If you would like to reach out to that audience, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've got people just clamoring for information yeah. on rap and hip hop. Yeah, we're really we 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 want to expand our footprint into that world, and I don't think there's anybody better out there to represent it and and speak on it uh, than Douglas Douglas Murray. I think that's yeah. that's pretty simple. White male. Yep. Mid forties. Mid forties. Yep. Yep. Nothing screams. But you do have some previous rap singles that you've released. Me personally. Yeah, yeah, I do. And speaking of those, you're uh, an alumni of the rap game. uh, Friends of the pod, Adam sent me uh, this this week. uh, Maybe it was over the weekend. Sent me those two songs that you speak of um, from uh, Biggie Swalls and the Skunky Bunch. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was uh, my first rap single, my first banger ever. Uh, Is the summer anthem that came out, Swalsey Summer. Mm-hmm. And then the B side of that single was the McDonald's themed "I'm Loving It." Um, so yeah, I do. I do have in my possession, thanks to Adam, my two singles that have, were lost. They were lost to the world of the internet. Um, they were put on. If if I could still get on my uh, what was that social media that came out before the Facebooks? Had That's the MySpace. If I could steal my, I've got a Biggie Spalls and the Skunky Bunch MySpace page, if that still exists. The last time I got on there, the music didn't play, so I don't know. I don't know. That's disheartening. Doesn't matter. I've got it back. So, yes, I am. So, you never got that. You never got that on Spotify. No, I probably should. I don't know. That's probably not that difficult to do, huh? You wouldn't think so. I mean, we get on Spotify. I think I should start off as a SoundCloud rapper. Maybe I need to get... Is that still a thing? I think that's still a thing. I don't know if that's still a thing. I'm sure it is. Uh, we should. We could probably play one of your tunes on our podcast of No Judgments Here. Uh, yeah. You, I could send you guys the file, and, and it could yeah. be added to the actual podcast itself. Absolutely. We could play, you know, we could play one of the songs as an intro to your segment to show why you are a voice oh, for the hip-hop urban rap uh, community. That's genius. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So Jack oh. Harlow was all over the place at the Kentucky Derby. He was everywhere. The man was do, everywhere. Do you think he was intoxicated? I do not think he was intoxicated. I think Drake made it pretty evident he was intoxicated. I think Jack Harlow was doing okay for himself, though. It's I see I question that because Carlos made it known previous to the Kentucky Derby that he were for several months. Um, He's been what sober off of the boots. Jack Harlow, yeah, the Jack Harlow has been sober. He's he said he's made it a thing in interviews recently that he's sober, not because he had a problem. Just because I think he's at a part in a point in his career where he realizes the importance of being clear headed and focused mm-hmm. and riding the wave of success to maximize his, you know, profits and everything involved in his career. Yeah. And so when Drake said during the Kentucky Derby, we're drunk, and then I felt like he caught himself and immediately said, 
Hey, uh, Douglas, you're, you're having, uh, you're having some, uh, volume mic issues, it sounds like. What does that mean? Well, when you went into the, uh, when you went into the Jack Harlow sober story, uh, you kept getting further and further and further away and to the point to where I could no longer hear you. God, what does it sound like now? Sounds okay now. I'm fucking over this platform. I'm making it my goal. I'm definitely, I got to stop. I thought, I thought we I had know. moved on. What happened to that? I've got a platform that I want to try, but I've got confused a few times about some things, and then I just stopped fucking looking at it. I'm on it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen and try it out. This is driving me fucking crazy. Um, yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about. Yes, Jack Harlow, he's in the news. He's in the news. I don't care for his, I don't, I don't find him. I thought his persona, the too cool for school that he was putting on at the Kentucky Derby drove me crazy. I didn't think that was a good look for him at all. Um, but he's the most popular rapper out right now. Um, I think it's astonishing because I don't think he's that good. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, you said something about uh, I don't guess so. You know, now that I say it out loud, you're right. Nobody does want to talk about Garth Brooks uh, concert logistics. You had said, <laughs> yeah. you. Had I, I started going into it, and then I realized, like, twenty seconds into it, oh, I, I was because we got cut off. And then when I came back, I was like, ah, you know, nobody cares about this except me. I'm the only person that cares anything about these logistics. I could talk logistics with concerts all day long, though. Yeah, so immediately when you said that, I was like, well, I'm curious. I want to know about logistics. What are you talking about? What was wrong with the logistics? But then when I read my notes just now and decided we're already a half hour into it and I was going to bring it up, I thought, you know what? Maybe he's right. Nobody but now me and him want to talk about concert logistics <laughs> and maybe this isn't a good subject to bring up but now that well, i will say up, this I'm a curious yeah it was a positive our logistics uh the the traffic the parking uh the getting inside the stadium the concessions the bathroom the people around us uh our 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 sound with the stage even though it was really windy everything worked out 100%. It was a great experience, and I was not expecting uh, our phone situation, the internet uh, coverage, uh, everything worked for our group 100%, man. We we had no issues whatsoever for the entire duration of the concert. We got in there quickly, and we got out quickly. I was, I was at home probably within 45 minutes of us leaving the concert, and that was... Uh, 78,000 people, man. That was just um, remarkable. We stayed for the entire concert. So I was just really thrilled. I had so many concerns going into the concert because as much as I love concerts, a whole a whole lot about a, the concert experience gives me anxiety because I hate people. I hate crowds. I hate lines. Um, and I don't like being around a bunch of drunk people. And so I always have anxiety leading up to an event like that in Garth Brooks everything just worked out fucking perfectly. The weather was great. The, the entire, I, I can't speak 
highly more high and highly enough about the, the entire experience. It was great, especially for a venue that doesn't hold concerts. I mean, everything was just, it was delightful, Doug. It was a delightful experience. Good, good. And when all the logistics work out, it just makes the concert that much, that much better. Absolutely. You can get home from a 78,000, um, 78,000 people crowd concert and you can be home within 45 minutes. Yeah, uh, staying for the entire show—that's fucking impressive. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. I, I and I heard some nightmare stories out there, and surely there were a lot of them. I know the concert was supposed to start at seven, but because there were still thousands of people not inside the stadium, um, they actually delayed the concert by like forty-five minutes. Uh, but we we got we were in there by like six thirty, six forty-five. Everybody had a drink with them, um, and we were sitting in our seats with no issues whatsoever. So. I guess I didn't realize that I knew who Bobby Bones was, and I know who Bobby Bones is from being a DJ. Um, also, uh, he's on my show, American Idol, sometimes. Um, and I just, I know he's out there. I Heart, he's big in the I Heart Radio. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know that he did, uh, that, that he sung, that he did, uh, what do you call those, uh, the, the, the song, the kind of song that he does? Mock, uh, mocking. Uh, whatever Weird Al is called, that's what Bobby Bones does. But he doesn't. He doesn't take other songs and makes them into mocking. I guess they're just comedy tunes, right? Yeah, it's just, they, yeah, it's just comedy tunes. Just it's just funny songs. They're not. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, so really I saw the clip. Phrase for that. I saw the clip uh, that I sent to you and and Mike um, with Bobby Bones, and we just said opening band. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. It it took a little bit away from it when I realized it was Bobby Bones, because obviously you guys knew it was Bobby Bones, right? Yeah, definitely. So when he's so when he's singing a song about nobody cares about the opening band, and you re- you know that's Bobby Bones, and you and so you know it's a comedy song, and he's trying to be funny. That takes a lot away from it because I just saw I saw a clip on the internet that says. Uh, it didn't say it was Bobby Bones. It just said opening act or something along those lines for Garth Brooks. And these guys are t- singing about how nobody cares about the open band. And I thought it was just a nameless group up there that started singing about this. Um, and then people are actually paying attention and realizing what they're saying. And then they joke and say, everybody came for a certain reason. Or is everybody ready? Here he is. And there was nobody there. I thought it was fucking hilarious and genius until I realized it was Bobby Bones just doing comedy. I was hoping well, it was an actual shitty opening band, and they thought, "Fuck it, let's sneak this into our set." <laughs> yeah, that's that would make sense. I don't think uh, I. I think the amount of people that it's kind of difficult because Bobby Bones is from Arkansas, but I think the amount of people in the stadium that knew who Bobby Bones was was probably pretty small i would think i don't know for sure but i don't think a lot of people well i don't know that that one's tough they definitely don't know his music um and i i didn't realize that bobby bones was playing until the day of the show um i heard it at the airport and um i i thought it was a really creative song and like you stated the part where he he fooled everyone into thinking that garth brooks is about to join him on stage like you see in that video that you shared that the crowd around the stage were sitting down. They actually started standing up and applauding. You could hear the cheering get louder and louder. And then he was just like, here's the rest of the song. Uh, that was 
really well done. Uh, that was a good comedy skit. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. You can find it on the internet, people, if you want to watch it. It's funny. Um, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. What do you, Here's the only thing I, I know about this. I watched it one day, and it was so painfully slow to watch Johnny Depp sit on that uh, witness chair. In the, no, it's not witness. It's what it's the... Uh, it's the... Uh, <laughs> why are we so... This is... What I what is it called? It's called it's called the stand. When you're on the stand, what uh, it's called the stand. That's you what know, it's if called. we were recording this podcast right now, there's a strong likelihood that I, if I was just having this conversation with somebody, I would have been able to say that when he was up on the stand, it was painfully slow and drawn yeah. out, and it was yeah. hard for him to formulate a sentence. But right now, for some reason, I can't think of on the stand. It really bothers me and it drives me crazy and it pisses me off. And we sound like stupid people, and I'm not really that stupid, but maybe I am that stupid. I don't know if I'm that stupid. I feel really stupid though every time we record these podcasts. Maybe that's why I'm not so gung ho about recording podcasts all the fucking time because I realize that I'm just going to sound like a fucking idiot for one to two hours. <laughs> So I watched Johnny Depp on the stand, and it was so painfully slow. Where it's like, how come he doesn't know how to speak the English language? Why does he talk so slow? Is that part of the theatrics? I guess I didn't realize that he pushed so hard to have this televised. And so, yes, he's acting. He's an actor. He wanted this thing to be televised. He's intentionally talking like that, right? Well, uh, that's how Johnny Depp always talks. Is it? Yeah, I recall. So I I saw Johnny Depp in concert uh, for West Memphis Three Benefit. And each time he spoke, he speaks really deliberately. Um, and he's like over enunciating letters and words. And it's he's a slow talker. And I'm not trying to do an impression here. I'm just trying to slow down my speech to kind of match how Johnny Depp would talk. Um, but that's that's how I believe he always talks. I think he's trying to make it sound like he's he's thinking of his words and phrases before he actually says them. Maybe that makes you seem smarter, but I I don't think that's. I do believe he's acting on the stand. I think Amber Heard is as well, uh, but I don't believe his deliberate speaking, slow speaking is 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 an act just for this particular court case. I've seen a montage of the um, the lawyers when they're examined to cross examine, and yeah, it would have to be the other. It would have to be the def- the defense. He's the defense. It would have to be the prosecutors, right? He's the defense. Is he the is he the prosecuting lawyer? What side is he even on? Is he suing her? She's suing him. He's suing her. She's suing him. He's suing her. It's a defamation lawsuit because she wrote an op-ed about him. So therefore, he's suing her. So therefore, oh, <laughs> what's her lawyer called? <laughs> her lawyer is constantly, or is it his lawyer? Shit! What if the lawyer? Just- her her lawyer is the shit show. I think his lawyer is doing. Fine, that's my understanding. Is he the, her, her lawyer? Her lawyer um, had a thing where he was asking questions, and then he objected to it, and yeah. the, the judge was like, "You asked the question." That was, His that was one of the points for hearsay. Yeah. He was always objecting for hearsay. 
and watching Johnny Depp's reactions to the constant fucking objections to hearsay is absolutely hilarious because it happened so much. And yeah, this idiot actually objected to his own fucking question, as you said. That shit, that's hilarious. I've seen that. If I can just continue to only watch uh, memes and montages of what other people on the internet have put together, I will thoroughly enjoy this case. But if I watch it from start to beginning, I wouldn't make it. Yeah, there was another part where uh, the the uh, Amber Heard's attorney was uh, asking Johnny Depp about being drunk and how he had like, a mega pint of wine. And Johnny was like, a mega pint. <laughs> just, to, just to signify that he had a, a large glass of wine with him. I'm not sure yeah. what a mega pint would be. Well, it's not a it's not an actual size. Um, no, it's not because a pint is sixteen ounces. So I don't yeah. know what a mega pint would be. It's not on the chart. It's not on the chart. I did see a clip of Amber Heard. Um, yes, she's one hundred percent. Did you see any tears come out of her eyes when she was crying so hard? I wouldn't know what you're speaking about right there. I, so no, I would go with no. I haven't seen her crying. She got on the stand and she was crying away. I mean, just sobbing and and putting on a scene of cry but not one time did i see a single tear drop and i think that's just absolutely fucking hilarious i think that uh you just if you can't make yourself do tears don't cry Mm -hmm. like i if you are planning on trying to tug on the heartstrings of jurors or anybody or whatever the case may be maybe you've you're you've committed a crime and you're guilty and you're trying to get out of it and you're fake crying. If there's no tears, you're not crying. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah. If there's no you're, tears, you're not crying. That's correct. You I think just that's make yourself look even worse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It just screams guilty or just screams this motherfucker's a lion. It also screams that she's not a good actress. That as well. That as well. Not good for future casting agents that may be watching. Not helping her any. Yeah, everything I'm reading, it it sounds like she's not having a good PR situation with this. And Johnny Depp's kind of having a good time with everything that's happening. Well, I hope it works out in... You know what? I don't want to say anything because I don't know what's going on in the case. I just say I hope it works out in Johnny's favor. I, you know, what did he even do? Whatever. I like to see Johnny back in the movies. That's all I know. <laughs> so who's Not suing Mike. what in that? So are they both suing each other? It's my understanding because she wrote that op-ed, whatever the fucking op-ed is. That's another thing that confuses the shit out of me. I constantly see him saying... That's an opinion editorial. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Op, opinion, ed, editorial. Who would have ever thunk it? (laughs) I think it's best that we just go ahead and wrap this up. I've just... I've shown way too much stupidity in this 43 minutes. Op-ed, opinion editorial. You know, if I probably just sat down and thought about that for five straight minutes, I could have figured that out on my own. If I would have just really thought about it and said, well, what is an op-ed? What did they write about? Oh, they gave an, uh, they gave their opinion on a certain topic. 
I probably could have figured out that it's a fucking opinion editorial. Jeez. Uh, actually, let me let me say this: an op-ed is short for opposite the editorial page. Oh, now you're the idiot, and you just made seriously made me think that I could be smarter than I am. And in fact, I'm not as dumb as I thought because that's not what it meant at all. I've been vindicated. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a there's a thing called a backronym. I don't know what that is. Or as a backronym, the opinions and editorials page is a written prose piece typically published by an author or an editor. I don't know where the rest of the thing when it's gone. Good. It's so probably the best one. Because yeah, I just heard you going. Wah, wah, wah. She wrote an op-ed that smeared him that she talked about being a survivor of domestic abuse or some sort of abuse. And obviously everybody knew she was pointing the finger at him without saying his name. And effectively that fucked his career over. And so he sued her for defamation. And I'm pretty sure that's what this is. And yes, I do believe that she turned around and sued him for something else. So I guess those are both part of this case. And that's all I got for Johnny Depp v. Amber Heard. There you go. And now I just figured we've also learned what an op-ed is. <laughs> neither, neither one of us knew. God damn. Well, it's it's very upsetting to me that I'm still going to think it's a, an opinion editorial, even though you say, what is it? It's an opposite editorial? Yeah, so an op-ed is opinions written by people who are not with the newspaper. So basically the community. Yeah, but what does op actually stand for again? Oh, op-ed stands for... Opposite? Opposite the editorial. Opposite the editorial, yeah. All right. We're we're an educational show, people. (laughs) For dummies. (laughs) It's it's common sense education for for dummies. It makes me really not want to bring up Roe vs. Wade because I don't know if I could handle it. That's the thing on my list. Explain to the people what uh, Roe versus Wade is, Doug. Yeah, you want me to? Yeah, absolutely. Roe versus Wade. All the only thing I can say is that I don't know who Roe is, and I don't know who Wade, who Wade is, and I don't know what part either one of them played in this, but I know it has to do with <laughs> this stuff. You're making me feel like I, I know what it is. Go. Tell us. It's abortion. It's about. Female gives ladies the right to make a decision about abortion. It's the right to have an abortion. Did I win? Yeah, you were correct. The court ruled that the Constitution of the United States protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. An absolute necessity is just absolutely mind-boggling that these fuckheads could strike this down. After what I find out, I, he, I hear on the television box, on the computer box, since I don't have a TV anymore, on the computer box that that these people that were going for the Supreme Court were like, we're not going to touch it. Mm-hmm. Like When they're sitting there getting getting grilled about becoming a Supreme Court justice, they're like, nah, we won't, we won't touch it. We won't try to overturn it. And they fucking straight up lied, and as soon as they got in there and had enough conservatives or whatever the fuck they are 
they are overturning it. And I think that's some bullshit. Uh, I agree. Uh, it's it's awful. Uh, and it makes people need to understand that elections have consequences. Uh, we, we let the last president um, have the ability to put three justices in the Supreme Court who are all going to uh, vote in uh, approval of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Um, and I think the government needs to live, leave women's bodies alone. It's, it's not for old white people to make a decision about should be a woman's choice on what they want to do with their body. So it's very disappointing. Very disappointing. Um, I haven't seen any news in a couple weeks uh, other than what I just see snippets of. Um, I, are people not bringing up the, the, the masks and shit like that about how every, these people that are wanting to strike it down are the same people that would say, you know, we have a right to choose whether or not we wear a mask. Absolutely. Yes. That, that's being brought up as a talking point very often. And what do those, and does it, do they give their viewpoints of how they justify that? You, no, there's no justification to that. Um, no, that's, it's ridiculous. I saw something and I don't really know how to go off this, but I wrote it on my notes. Mike Pence said, how dare you? Because uh, the vice president said, how dare you first? In his report, <laughs> she said something about the overturning. She's like, how dare you? And then Mike Pence the same day or a day later came out and said, no, how dare you? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, good one, Mike. Got him. <laughs> uh, I missed that. I didn't see that. I think I saw that on the Twitters. I don't know. I thought that was absolutely fucking comical. I was like, come on, Mike. That's all you got? She said, how dare you? And you fought back with, oh, yeah? How dare you? Yeah. Huh? You know, the simpler, the better. Uh, look, all, all this uh, really means is that uh, if, like, uh, there was no doubt we were well on our way to the Republicans taking back the, the two chambers of Congress um, in November. Like, they were going to just demolish the Democrats um, here in November. This Roe versus Wade, if it is officially overturned, will give Democrats a chance to hold on to both. Um, so we'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting five months political-wise. But this is horrendous. I mean, outside of the elections, this is uh, really, really bad. And states are already going way... Like you should, I don't know if you've seen what Louisiana has pushed through. Uh, they're, they're, they're going to um, say abortion is homicide, Um they're pushing that through. There, there's assembly in the state, um, so it's it's going to be it's going to be rough. It's going to be hard to watch the news uh, for here for a while as this gets settled. The news watcher every night and not having it. I got that nice. It's kind of nice not watching the news, not knowing what's really okay. going, on, getting scared or, or whatever you might get from watching the news. Um. Yeah. What? What? I mean, not to like transition from Roe versus Wade to your TV situation, but why do you still not have a TV? What's the, What's going on there? I, I I don't know. I don't have solid reasons. I'm got. I've got. I'm pretty sure I know. It. It just means like, what do I do with the old TV? Can I? Do I just set it up? Can I call somebody about it? 
is it really the TV, the pictures? But my mom keeps getting in my head that it can be fixed. Like it can't be fixed. You just buy a new one. And so I'm like, do I try to fix? Get your ask. Do I put on Facebook? Anybody want a free Boken TV? Maybe you can fix it. Do I just put it out by the trash can? I'm ready to buy a new TV. I just don't know which kind. I think I'm going to get a 55-inch TL. I don't know if that my friend's got a 65-inch TCL. Do I want a 65-inch TV? I've got a 55-inch now. 65 seems like that might be too goddamn big. But I'm telling me to get 65, but I think maybe I only need And then they got 4K, UHD. They've got all these K's and OLEs and LG's and LP's and Roku's and Google's and Android's and so many options. I don't know what to do. So I've just been using my laptop. I, I will use Hulu. I got the Netflix on the laptop. I realize that if I get a TV, all of those things come on the TVs these days. And, and I can just do it there. But I've realized maybe I don't even need a fucking TV. I don't know. I just get confused on what I should be doing. And so I haven't, I just haven't pulled the trigger. You know, uh, here's, I'll tell you this, Douglas. So, so my dad, when he moved to Russellville, bought himself a smart TV. He didn't know how to use all the smart TV components. Um, and then he got real sick and got to the hospital for like two weeks. Um, when he went back up to Nebraska. And what I did is I went down to Russville and I got his TV and I took it to my house uh, because my dad was no longer going to live with my mom once he got out of the hospital. We weren't sure what if he was ever going to make it back from Nebraska to Arkansas. So I got his TV and I started using it. Smart TV is the way to go. It's freaking awesome. It's brilliant. Once my dad got down back to Arkansas from his hospital stay and got his own apartment, he asked for his TV back. I took it to his apartment and I immediately, that same day, I went to Walmart and bought the exact same TV and put it in my house because I loved it so much. So all I would say is Smart TV 2022, that's the way to go. I can't tell you about all the 4Ks and the UHDs and the VHDs and all that other stuff. All you need is a Smart TV, and you'll be, you'll be very happy with your decision. Oh, 100%. I completely agree. I will definitely be getting a Smart TV. But that's the aspect that is confusing with the whole smart part of it. Because, so for instance, right now I'm looking at the television that I'm thinking about getting. And whenever you go to buy it, it asks you what smart package of television do you want? And it's like, do you want the the Roku? Do you want the Android? And I've looked at the videos for each one of them. Like, okay, well, what the fuck is the difference between a Google? T- and each one of them is priced different. Google TV costs different than the Roku TV. Roku TV costs different than the Android TV. They're all the exact same brand. They all say the same thing, except for the different smart TV option. Why does one cost more than the other one? What does it offer that the other one doesn't offer? So that's what I got to do better research on. I've watched little videos on each one of them, and they look like they're the same fucking thing with just a different layout. Oh, that's strange. <clears throat> I, I Your TV shouldn't be making you make all these decisions, Doug. Buy a TV that doesn't make you make decisions. I, that's how I would go. 
I didn't make any decisions about what kind of layout I wanted. It was just on the TV when I got it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with the layouts. If there's other layouts out there, I don't know about them. So I'm not really missing anything. It's got everything I need. It's got the Netflix. It's got the Hulu, the Disney Plus, uh, the Amazon Prime. Uh, plus, it's got the buttons on the remotes for, for those particular apps and everything else I want. And it's got like 100 apps that I'm never going to use on there. Uh, I would try to make as few decisions as possible with your TV purchase. I agree. That's why I got thrown off because they're making me make too many God. Yeah, I think you need to move on to another TV. <laughs> Search for a TV that will not make you make such a decision. All right. That's good thinking. That's good thinking. I predict a, a, a new TV before the next podcast. Okay. Um, and off of that, I just want to say, stay strong, ladies. We got your back. We support you. This is some bullshit. I support the women 100% to your own body anatomy. Autonomy? Autonomy is what I think is what I was trying to say there. Your choice, um, your body. You do what you got to do. I don't appreciate you speaking for me in that matter. Uh, you did say we as opposed to <laughs> Okay. Um, I will I, you. Yeah. I know talk for me, William. Okay? You're I can good. speak for myself. You're right. That's my bad. Doug does not agree. He's all for Roe versus Wade being stricken from the... Uh... Well, no. No, you just did it again. No, you, did you, I do you it did. again? Yeah, I don't know what I'm I saying. Is... Yeah, so I went from we and then I, I just spoke for you. I, I messed it up twice. That's my no, you straight up singled, to... singled me out directly on that second. Yeah, I was like, well, he doesn't agree with me, so that obviously means he believes that the striking down is the right decision. Look, I do not speak for Douglas Murray. Um, as you know, I don't want you, I don't want to put any words in your mouth on what you're about to say regarding uh, Roe versus Wade and your support of women or non-support of women. That's completely your decision. So uh, I do apologize. That's my bad. This is the, uh, the this is the ranch water talking right now, Douglas. <laughs> yeah, that shitty ass ranch water has got you talking stupid. Mm-hmm. I do support the women. I agree with you completely. Um, I think it's funny that you drop everybody's last names. You bring that up on your on your other podcast. No judgments here. Podcast about music, 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 music relations, music tours, music, everything, music. You had mentioned that it's. I think you call somebody by their first and last name, and then next time you're like, I'm not going to say their last name. It's like you the last name. And I, yes, I get that way too. It's like. We would bring up Mike, and I'd be like, Mike Shilke. And I'm like, do I say Mike Shilke? Do I just say Mike? It's like, too late. You already said Mike Shilke. I just said Mike Shilke five times right now. (laughs) Doug Murray. That's me, Doug Murray. Murray. But I'm like, maybe we're not supposed to say people's last names, but we say people's last names. But then we don't say anything until after we said the last name. It's too late. You can't take it back then. I don't know what the protocol is on this. Well, clearly, I, uh, as you noted, I'm as much confused as you are because I constantly say the full person's name, and I don't think that's what I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't know how to stop that habit. You're a serial, you're a serial last name dropper. I'm a serial last name dropper. I'm a full name dropper. <laughs> yeah. You goddamn dirty full name dropper. Yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, I did want to mention one last thing that Wade, not Roe v. Wade, but it is Roe v. Wade, not Roe v. Wade. It's just about reproduction. Um, I, I was listening to my boy Howard Stern, and he brought up a fucking fantastic point. Never crossed my mind. There was he played a snippet of this um, uh, a professional tennis lady, female athlete, 
that was being interviewed um, at a tournament. If this was uh, in between uh, games, matches, whatever, she's been getting work done from a specialist, from a masseuse, from a therapist. And the guy's interviewing her, and he makes reference to that. He's like, you know, you've been having good matches. We've noticed here recently that in between your matches, you've been having somebody come in and do some work on you. It's going to be an issue moving forward. Are you having any sort of problems? Like, talk about that. And so her reaction was, well, uh, so-and-so, Tom, uh, it's that time of the month for me. And so whenever I'm going through that, which most ladies maybe will know what I'm talking about, my back tends to tighten up really bad when it's that time of the month. So I've been having somebody come in and work on my back in between matches. There's a look on the guy's face, maybe, and she realizes that she's talking about menstruation and guys, for some reason, cringe and think that's just a, a taboo topic that can't be discussed and shouldn't be happening. And as far as we're concerned, it's only a thing that you women have to deal with. Leave us out of it. She makes reference like, oh, I can tell maybe I, I've said too much already. And she kind of chuckles when she said it. And the news announcer, the interviewer, the reporter is just like, uh, yeah. And then it ends. That's the end of the clip. And they, Howard made reference. He's like, that's some bullshit. Because what if men had periods? It would be all over the fucking news. It would be, it wouldn't be hush hush if fucking men had to go through periods uh, every month like women do. It would be, first thing Robin Quiver said was, she goes, well, you get time off. <laughs> Which I think she's right. If men got periods, then the fucking big wig men in this world would be like, oh, well, we, we these guys three days off every month during that special period uh, because they can't function as humans and can't make decisions. Uh, we need to take time off and shelter down. Um, and then he also said if men had periods, it would be hilarious when it comes to the sports world because that would be part of the gambling news. It would be part of the news. It would be like, uh, the Knicks players have four players on the the Knicks team has four players on their period right now. Um, so it's going to be a rough play for them. You know, it would just be something that was part of the news, part of the sports culture. It'd be brought up in every aspect of life about why something's going the way it is, because they would make reference to guys being on their periods. And I thought that that was factually, I think that's not factually because it's not an actual thing. So it can't happen. It's an opinion. And I think it's right spot on and it's hilarious and uh, true. Did I lose you again? This is some bullshit. Did anybody, did you hear what I said? I absolutely hate the fact that there's nobody in there then to respond to what I just said. I don't feel like what I said came out very clearly to begin with the doll. So I was looking for your feedback to find out if you thought what I said was clear or not, but you're not there. William, 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 William. This is unbelievable. I'm so sick of this fucking platform. Hello, William. Hello, hello, hello. So here, I do just want to say I heard your entire Entire story about Howard Stern, and I just want to one small correction. It was not a tennis player; it was a golfer who was interviewed. She got some. Oh, was it? I think Howard, but that's cool. Yeah, she she got some physical therapy during 
per round that helped her out because of her period. And yes, it was an awkward ending uh, to the video, but she handled it very well. And you're, you are correct, 100%, and Howard is correct. If men got periods, man, the world would definitely shut down for like four to seven days every single month. <clears throat> Which is just another reason why men should stay away from women's bodies. I mean, why do men not have to go through anything when it comes to any of this, right? Like, maybe we should get vasectomies. Maybe we should have, like, work done on our dicks and balls and reproductive systems ourselves. But since it's white men that make up the laws and rules, it all comes down to women's responsibility on what happens there. And it's all so very stupid. Yes, it is. Um, I think my phone has been hacked. This is not on my list of things to talk about this evening. Okay. Um, my front facing camera is currently on. There is a green light that indicates that it's on. And I've noticed um, at times when I use my phone, I'll see that when I turn it back on to, to get on there to do something, that, that green light's on my front facing camera. So I'm pretty sure that somebody out there right now is watching whatever's going on on my front-facing camera. Maybe the back-facing camera, too, but I can't tell if that's on. Yeah. Uh, it's possible you've been hacked. And they're watching, but why would they be watching you? That's kind of like what one of our topics should be, the birds aren't real thing. Why <laughs> would somebody hack into your phone? What would they get out of it? And how long would they actually pay attention to the hack that they've done? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. I mean, I, it, why do they get on? Why do people put sticky notes and stuff over their laptop camera? Because people get on there and hack that and see what you're doing, which is just looking at you. I don't know what the point of hacking the camera would be, but. It's a thing. I used, to, I, I, used to, I used to do that. <laughs> I'll just say that. I used to always have some type of stick it over the camera on my laptop or iPad. I don't do that anymore, but I definitely used to do it for a very long time. I just kind of wave at them on occasion. I'll just, I'll just look at the camera and wave and say hi. And if anybody's there, what's up? You know, I, I don't know what they're getting out of it. Can't, I can't imagine they're enjoying the show. It's just... They just see me staring at my phone. What's the fucking point of that? Mm -hmm. And it's long periods of time because I'm on this fucking thing all the time. Yeah. I don't know. know. William, what do you want to talk about? I've got a lot on that. We've got genius. We need to talk about birds aren't real. What is there to talk about? Birds aren't real. I've already proved it. I've read the facts. Did you watch the 60 Minutes thing that I provided you? No, you keep claiming you provided me with something, and I've told you time and time again, I don't have what you gave me. Could I look it up on the internet? Sure, it'd probably be very easy. Birds aren't real 60 Minutes clip. I bet that would pull it up right away, but I haven't watched it because I, what, I, what, 60 Minutes, are they reputable? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. I think so. But Clearly, whenever something this major... All right, all right stop, stop, stop. Let, let me fill everybody in real quick. So about, what, six to eight weeks ago, Douglas brought to us 
birdsaren'treal.com. And since then, it's gained a whole bunch of attention. It was already it had some minor success and attention when you got onto it, but I had never heard of it. And I've seen it uh, lots ever since you brought it up. Like uh, at, uh, at the NCAA Final Four, there was a person behind Charles Barkley with a sign that said birdsaren'treal.com. But 60 Minutes, 60 Minutes decided to do a feature story on the birdsaren'treal.com. And it turns out uh, the kid who came up with it is from Arkansas. He was attending the University of Arkansas when he came up with the idea. I believe he was in Memphis. I believe he was at some type of impromptu Trump uh, parade supporting thing. And he was listening to everything that the speakers were saying. And it was just these vast conspiracy theories. So he immediately decided to come up with an idea that was so far-fetched and so out of left field. He came up with BurnsArtReal.com at that very moment. And it's caught steam ever since then. He admitted on 60 Minutes, and I know this is where your argument comes in, that of course he would do this. uh, But he admitted that uh, it is indeed fake it's simply just making fun of basically our political climate in the year 2022, 2020, 2016, however long this has been going on. Um, and he, he says that birds, birds are obviously real. And he's, he's got a team behind him. He, uh, he, he, uh, he came up with a story to put on a website. He's he got one of those smart technology friends who, uh, who did everything for him. Uh, put it on the internet, um, and then they started hiring people uh, for rallies uh, to hold signs, or or just hired like art students um, at their particular school that in whatever city they were at uh, to to show up to rallies with them. Um, it's the sixty minute special is pretty great. Um, the guy is very creative. He's very smart. Um, I love the story. I think it's a great story. I think it is indeed a great. Um, like anecdote, I guess, of what our political climate has become. I, I think he, he calls out good attention. He claims that perhaps the next step into this is a documentary or a movie uh, to go along with it, but he says things are picking up on his end. So there you go. I feel like that real dot com. I feel like that changes for him to continue down that path. He could he might end up dead from the government. Yeah, and uh, he hired an old man. <laughs> he hired an old man uh, as a former CIA agent. Um, he says he hired him. He's an actor in one of his in Memphis or something like that uh, to to bring up all the birds aren't real uh, drone stuff. So the man, the old man that you see in the videos that you that you got a lot of your information from, he's a hired actor. <laughs> So ultimately, what are you trying to say to me right now, William? Do you what expect I'm, that after this I'm, conversation? What I'm letting you know is that birds are real. There's nothing you can be concerned about with drones. Uh, 40 million thousand birds were not killed by the government and replaced with drones. They're, they're, they are real. This was all a, this was all a hoax. Uh, what was the word we were trying to come up with with what Bobby Bones did and before Garth Brooks? This is what this dude did. <laughs> satire? Satire. There you go. That's a good one. Satire. I think that's the proper term. Uh, Birdsaren'treal.com is satire. There you go. Listen, the do end. I think that there are real birds out there? Absolutely. 
there's no way they could have taken out all the birds. But I think there's bird drones out there. I think they were onto something. I think they're onto something. They're watching us. And I'm going to keep my eye out, William. That's all I know. Okay. That's all you got to do. All right, we'll move on to Dave Chappelle. This is a good story. Could you tell us about what happened to Dave? Well, because Will Smith slapped the fuck out of uh, Chris Rock on national TV, it's now given permission for just anybody to go up to a comedian who you don't agree with and freaking slap him. But in this case, he tried to, like, RKO him. He tried to pile drive him. I'm trying to think of the proper phrase here. What he was Spear. Him. I went with spear. 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 That's a good one. Spear. He, he tried to spear him. Um, and it didn't quite work out for the guy. He ended up getting his ass kicked uh, backstage by multiple people, security people, as well as Chris Rock and uh, who Jamie Foxx and, according to Dave Chappelle, John Stewart. In. There, there's a picture of the dude on the hospital and a gurney going to the hospital. His arm was like bent backwards. Uh, so he got beat up pretty bad. There's a little confusing details to this. Initially, Dave Chappelle had said this, this person was a member of the trans community and trans community right now doesn't like Dave Chappelle. Then it came out that eh, he's not that. He's a homeless guy, which how does a homeless guy get into the What happened this time? I have no idea what happened. I'm listening to you. The last thing I hear you say is that he's a homeless man. And then my phone just vibrated and was like, thanks, your session is over. All right. Well, maybe it's a sign we should wrap it up. Uh, So anyway, we we don't know the exact story of why this man decided to attack Dave Chappelle or how he got a ticket to the show, how he got past security to even get on stage in the first place. But, you know, for, for all comedians out there, it's, it's probably pretty scary. Uh, it's a crazy video to see just some dude just randomly just run on stage um, and saying Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock, bless his heart. He finally feels like he can speak out a little bit about Will Smith. He immediately was on stage and he grabbed the mic from Dave Chappelle and he said, was that Will Smith? They got a huge ovation and laugh. And then uh, they had a secret show the next day at some club. And Dave Chappelle was like, you got somebody reputable uh, who attacked you. And he's like, I got the softest rapper in the history of rap music to attack me. So uh, Chris Rock's having a little bit of fun that he can now share this experience with somebody else. Um, I think that when Dave Chappelle said that the person was trans, I said that he said that in jest. He said that right away. That's like one of the one of the first few things he said on stage right after it happened. Yeah, but I thought he still said that even after he talked to the guy. And then he chuckled and stumbled at his laughing thing. Yeah, I like that. Um big fan of that. Yeah, I thought it was uh I thought it was absolutely insane. Uh, when I saw the the alert come on my phone from TMZ, the number one source news, um, that he had been attacked on stage. I was like, Holy shit, I can't believe this happened again. Um and especially it's such a Wow, I was just going to say it was such a big event, unlike the fucking Oscars. Um, yeah, it was crazy. It was actually crazy. I'm glad that the dude got his ass whooped. Um, no charges are being – no, what is it? He's it's getting misdemeanors. Gonna... No felonies yeah. uh, because the weapon he had stayed in his backpack for the attack. So no felonies, just some misdemeanors. Unruly behavior well, at an event. 
Chappelle had asked him, why did you do this? What What was his response? Do you know? No, I don't know. Damn it. I read it, but I didn't retain it. There's something, and it might have been on TMZ, the number one source for all things news, um, that Chappelle had asked the dude, like, why did you do that? Uh, I guess he caught him in the ambulance or caught him backstage. He he, he made it a point to, to ask. He's like, let me talk to him. Um, and the guy wanted he wanted to bring something to the to light. He he was trying to bring awareness to something. I don't know what that would have been. We can we can try to Google it real quick. So this is where the two uninformed guys come into play. I was kind of hoping that while I was talking, you or your fingers were doing the typing. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, that's absolutely crazy. I'm glad nothing happened. I'm glad that crazy son of a bitch didn't pull out his gun knife. Never in my mm-hmm. life have I seen a gun that is actually a, a knife that comes out from the body of the gun, uh, like a like a pocket knife, but it's a gun knife. That was fucking strange. It almost looked homemade from the pictures, but yeah, I'm looking at the picture right now. That very interesting. And crazy. I can't believe that that happened. Something um, about, I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of celebrities at that event. Netflix sucks. Netflix something um, was the name. It was the name of the festival. Yeah. Uh, Netflix special. That had noticed this guy come down into the VIP section. Um, like you could tell that he, he wasn't in the VIP section to begin with. They saw him like break into the VIP section, jump into the, you know, he clearly got proper credentials. Um, and somebody brought that to the attention of security um, as it happened or while it was happening right out. Um, I think it just shows the importance that security that wears a yellow shirt with black writing that says security. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be somebody that's actually vigilant, paying attention. And they've people, festivals and organizations and, and concerts and whatever the case may be, has to really step up their security. And that doesn't mean just hiring more randos off the street that take a 15 minute class session about what it is to be a security guard at this event. Um, but actually, kind of like at the, what was it, the 20 year Woodstock where the security guards just got the shirt so that they could get in for free and let people in and mm-hmm. do shit illegally. Like I, I feel like that's the sense. I, I get the sense that whenever I'm in a live event and it's been a month of Sundays since I've been to something that had a lot of security, that probably half of the security is probably taking their job seriously and the other half are taking a free opportunity to be at that event. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they need to be paid appropriately um, and it should be a serious gig to them and yeah that can be difficult to get uh both happening i think more events are doing better at that um but for instance the walmart amp used to hire like you know players from the football team um at the university as as their security and so i mean those guys are just out there having fun for four hours so i I, i'm not sure how difficult it is out there because it's always going to be a part-time job for all these events. Uh, so it's never a full-time gig for these people. They're just being hired for one night for like six hours and they're not going to go to that same job the next day. So I imagine it's probably kind of a difficult job to find real serious people, but yeah, they, they, they need to be better trained and be more prepared. I mean, obviously on, on my end from the metal 
hard rock community, you know, this is how Dimebag Daryl got shot. Um, some dude just walked up on stage and shot him in the head. Um, and that, that was, we're going on 20 years since that's happened. So the fact that security still lacks in this particular area, it's not really a positive thing. It's, it's not good for anybody. Um, it, it makes entertainers really surely uh, be on guard while they're performing as well, which is a distraction. And by the way, uh, so Dave Chappelle asked Lee what possibly could have prompted his attack. Uh, Lee, who Chappelle said appeared to him to be mentally ill, offered a story about his grandmother from Brooklyn who had been forced out of her neighborhood by gentrification. The attack was meant to draw attention to her plight, Chappelle recounted. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. It's awful, awful uh, extreme way to bring <laughs> to bring gentrification. So, so, yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird way to bring that up front. Pretty strange. I think this gives somebody the opportunity to. Uh, it's a business opportunity for somebody to really just take the security, especially somewhere in like just where there's going to be events after event after event, where they can just specialize in event security, and they can really just be like the premier event security that everybody wants to hire these guys whenever there's an event because they're the biggest security around for major events. I think this is, and maybe that's already a thing. Maybe, I don't know how event security goes. I don't know if it's the event that just hires people on the street, but I think maybe this is it's time for somebody to just, this is what we do. This is all we do event security for everything in the, in the area and travel. If you need, we specialize in fucking people up real quick. <laughs> I think yeah. that's their selling feature. Yeah, indeed. I think that would be correct. Um, let's wrap this thing up because I'm getting tired. I mean, it's going to take me forever to piece this thing together with 15 different yeah. fucking restarts. Um, these William, I'm getting uh, this. My walls in my apartment. If I can fucking formulate a word right now. <laughs> Did you hear how difficult that was for me? So it out already, Doug. God, I don't even want to talk about it now because I fucking get it. Cars, loud cars. Do you notice? You don't because you don't live on a street that has a lot of traffic. Is there a lot of traffic? You don't have cruising traffic. You have neighborhood traffic. I'm on off of O Street, which is a busy thoroughfare for my city of Lincoln, where all of the traffic is up and down the street, and I'm half a block away from it. So I hear it every weekend and every night. There's cars out there these days that make shotgun noises. They just make a loud-ass bang for no goddamn reason. It doesn't make any sense. I can hear these these cars banging and popping all night long every goddamn night of the week it scares the shit out of me sometimes i swear to god the other night somebody drove right by my house five shots i hadn't been a gun it wasn't fireworks it was five it was loud it sounded like it was right outside of my house i fucking (laughs) when i heard that i just froze i was like holy shit Mm. I was like, did you hear any bullets hit anything? It didn't hit your house. It didn't hit the side of my house. Did it hit the neighbor's house? What were they fucking aiming at? There's only a, there's a cemetery on one side and houses on the other side. Was it an actual gun? What would make that noise if it wasn't a gun? It freaked me out. Did I do anything? No. 
I wanted to get up and go outside and look for bullet casings. I wanted to go outside and look for shit. But all I did is sat here, let my wheels turn. I never even got up and looked outside. I never saw any siren, any any flashing lights outside of my house. So nobody called it in, or if they did, nobody came and checked it out. But I'm telling you, it was it had to have been shots and these fucking cars driving around with these loud ass bangs. May, do I need to run for office? Is this an office thing? Can we make loud ass popping ass cars illegal? What's the point of it? Does it make any sense? Is it cool? Do these kids think it's fucking kick ass? To be driving down the street and all of a sudden their car just goes, Bam! Doug? <laughs> what? I like your rant, uh, but Pearl is screaming, We have to end the show. I gotta go. This is the perfect ending to this show. <laughs> Good night. So, I'm out. Peace. Bye. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rails.